Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Claire talking about our one cool scary gal. Bonnie already talked about Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, or Elvira, a.k.a. Cassandra Peterson. There you go. That's fair. Whichever <laughs> way she prefers it. <laughs> You're both uh, pretty syn- synonymous with the role, and I thought that was really cool, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like, you know, don't have that ownership over the characters they've yes. created or played, so very cool. But before we dive back in and I get to share my one cool thing, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. So I'm going to be talking about the Guinness World Book record holder for being a female serial killer. Oh, you get a Guinness so for that? Question, <laughs> yeah, I mean, should we uh, uh, <laughs> take a place bets for how many <laughs> we could. she got? We could. We could. Dun, dun, dun. I'll, I'll allow it, but first I get to ask you guys my kind of weird question, Leah. I'm kind of yeah. a little disturbing. You're going all in for scary, Mom. I know, exactly. I found some scary questions. <laughs> this one's just scary to kind of think about. Yeah. I want to know, if someone you love committed a gruesome murder, would you help them cover it up? Oh. I guess- no. No, <laughs> like, no. No. <laughs> no. No, like, I grew you up, I was very much uh, a goody two shoes. I follow the rules. <laughs> I, I would probably also just be just depending on how gruesome it would like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I worked in a kennel for a while, so I'm okay with like, I'm, I'm okay with a little bit of blood and urine and feces and vomit and whatever, but like, there's just blood everywhere. No, <laughs> like, I'm not helping clean that up um and then just mm, like gross like dead things like freak me out like rigor mortis like no <laughs> no no life as a uh mortician for you then not as a backup no, like, like i am like i am more bothered by like dead bugs than like alive bugs <laughs> like gotcha mm. you like that's that's yeah hard. i was going to say it would depend on who is murdered and right. if they deserved it. But Bonnie has some really good points. Like, I hate cleaning. I hate cleaning so much. <laughs> See? Oh, man. Oh, crap. See, I, I really have to question one's loyalty because I am a loyal, loyal person. And if it was somebody that I really loved, I think I would totally help them. Like, I think I would get the gloves <laughs> and the bucket. And I think I would totally, <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies. Um, I mean, I think I would totally help. The problem is you don't want me helping cover over the murder because this face doesn't lie well. That's the problem. So you kind of don't want me to know because then when somebody else asks you, did so-and-so murder that person? No. 
I'm the worst person for you to tell. <laughs> then you're going to have to kill that person, and it's Great. just going to lead to a big string, and you might break it's gonna be a whole Katie's thing. murderous record. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. But I mean, I, I would, okay, so I would help them, but they shouldn't want my help. And then also why I'm helping, I will just totally explain to them how their karma is fucked and how they're going to have to do a lot <laughs> to cleanse their karma for murdering somebody, let alone the police that are going to come after them because I'm going to talk. <laughs> right. I'll cover then, it up the best I can. So if you help them clean it up, and let's say they get away with it. Mm -hmm. What if they do it again? Yeah, see then, I, what is it? Fool me once, like, shame on them. The Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also an enabler, Bonnie. <laughs> I'm not a good person to have in this situation, but loyalty. <laughs> right. I'm with a friend to the end. <laughs> awesome. Katie, what about you? All of you had extensively good points on this. Would it hold it's up like in, a, in, a, in a, uh, a thing of court? <laughs> thing of court. Thing of court. <laughs> you know, the court thing. The court thing. Oh, the court of law. Would it hold up in a court of law? <laughs> Did there we go. Anybody? No. Katie, what would you do? Oh, I, I don't know. Gosh. I, all of you guys had such good valid points. I would say I would help come up with a reason and excuse. Like, I think I'm good at like, uh, you know, let's figure out how to make this work. What's the spin? Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to weekend at Bernie's it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, maybe we're Absolutely. not going to clean it up. Maybe I can't hide this, but we're going to be like, hey, this wasn't murder. It was just, I don't, you know, freak out. sleeping for a they long time. They fell in that wood chipper on their own. They just <laughs> fell in. Right? Yeah. It, it, they just it, fell it, on this knife yeah. 17 times. <laughs> Chicago thing. He ran into my knife 10 times. <laughs> yes. Now that song's in my head. <laughs> I'm that friend, but then I'll forget what story we made up, made up and then like later I'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. There, there is that, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I just nobody murder anybody yeah you know? let's just i think it's not a good idea for any of us really no but if you do ideally. i'll try well, not when we talk about it no. <laughs> no, not when we have it you know like on a, a record <laughs> what have i done no like i just i can't imagine most people having like the the forethought and the planning that like dexter has <laughs> right? to keep it from being a giant mess but if it is a mess call leah Right. <laughs> I aim to please. <laughs> but Katie, who right, is so you your? You guys said you wanted. Well, yeah. you said you guys wanted to play a guessing game. Oh, the so guessing game. My lady is the most numerous kills of any female serial killer, and this is in the Guinness World Book of Records. Um. So, go ahead. Take a guess, guys. I'm gonna guess. 132. What? All right. Uh, I thought like the Golden State Killer was only like in the seven, like only like 70 people or something like that. I don't know. I will say, I will say 42. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yep. Everything. That's, that's 42. <laughs> All right. I'll guess 197 and a half. Ooh. Or is it 40? Somebody made it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just, just cut in half. <laughs> right. I like it. Well, I believe, I believe the number posted in the Guinness book is 650. What? <laughs> Overachiever. Jeez. Oh, Us women know how to get shit done. I'm Whoa. just saying. That's a, this is the time. Multitasking. <laughs> Holy Actually, I, I guess I, I wanted to confirm. I don't know the number in the Guinness World Book, but okay. at one point during the trial, they come up with the number 650. Mm. But wow. most of uh, these crimes were really hearsay in general, because my lady lived quite a long time ago. Um, so there is a lot of uh, discrepancies and unknowns about her. Mm. Oh, Claire looks excited. I think you I know, know who it is. I, might, I, I won't I say anything. <laughs> I think I know who it is, but if it is, I'm excited. <laughs> because I knew something today. Woohoo! <laughs> I will be talking about the Blood Countess. The blood Have countess. you guys heard of the Blood Countess Elizabeth no. Bathroy? Oh. Really? Elizabeth Bathroy. Bathroy. I'm sure there's a very Hungarian fancy way to say it. Okay, gotcha. But I don't, as we've really made very clear on this uh, <laughs> podcast, I don't know how to pronounce things correctly. That is totally So fine. she will just be Elizabeth. Gotcha. Elizabeth was born in uh, 1560 in Hungary. Or you know, roundabout. It's changed right. names a few times, and it's yeah. Austria, Austria, Hungarian, yeah, lots of things. roundabout. Istanbul, Constantinople, right. not the same one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she was born um, to a very privileged, wealthy family. Um, they owned many castles, much land. They were definitely part of kind of the ruling class because mm -hmm. um, it was really a time of um, ruling class and then serfs. And by serfs, really, it was basically slaves. Right. Yes, they had their big castles, and they basically owned the village and the people. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so that's it's good background to know about yeah. how kind of um, the society functioned then. Um, so anyway, she got married at the old age of fifteen. Oh. Like you did, right? Well, I mean, was she a go-go go dancer before that? Mm. <laughs> you know what? She was not a go-go dancer, but there were rumors that she might have had a kid when she was 13, and mm. then her family gave it to servants to raise. Saucy. And take away from the castle, like you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, what what's known of her younger life is just, um, really, I think people thinking back to why did she do what she did, right? Mm -hmm. um, because the things she's accused of are just completely sadistic, horrible crimes. Um, she's a, clearly uh, being accused of murder, mm -hmm. of torture. Um, it was said that she would um, drench servant girls in water and then put them outside to freeze. There were talks of uh, mutilation and burning. Oh, wow. Yes. And the reason she's called the Blood Countess is 
she was reputed to uh, bathe in virgin blood to remain young. Oh, but where do you get that for? Oh, <laughs> got a source. Oh, is it 670? Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. We've been hygiene. All right, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so looking back, uh, people trying to decide, like, you know, what what happened to her? What right, the right. hell is wrong with her? <laughs> um, one theory is that it was known that when she was young, she had seizures. Potentially, oh. uh, she had epilepsy. Okay. And one of the treatments in that time for epilepsy, I, I'm going to have to like reference my phone real quick because it's just too weird to allow it to stick in my head. Okay. Because gotcha. <laughs> we're talking way before shock treatments and things like that, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Just um, making sure. <laughs> her epilepsy may have been because of inbreeding from her parents. No. I mean, I know. It's not <laughs> really a happens. thing around that <laughs> nobles. Um, so the treatments for epilepsy included rubbing blood on a non-sufferer's lip, or rubbing the blood from a non-sufferer onto the lips of the epileptic. Sure. Yeah. Or giving the epileptic a mix of non-sufferer's blood and a piece of their skull as their episode ended. I'm good. I'm going to pass. <laughs> So yeah. there are some people saying that perhaps uh, really what this was, was her continuing to try to manage her health. Oh, God. You know? Yeah, sure. I mean, if these are your only options. <laughs> wow. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And another, uh, I would say to me, less shocking <laughs> theory is just that she was trained to be cruel by her family. Oh, that gotcha. she witnessed um, the the punishments and tortures of their serfs done by her family. Because right. it was not like a lovey-dovey, we're going to be nice about things time. It was mm. like, you know, you do what you're told <laughs> or you she go was to the prison. kind of taught to be mean sort of thing and was encouraged to be mean, maybe. So, mm. but That's another theory behind it. Plausible. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but either either way, um, she spent like many years um, pretty peaceful. Her marriage lasted 30 years um, before her husband passed away. She had five kids. Um, they lived in many of their... <laughs> she passed, passed away, away and I'm like, what happened to him? Mm -hmm. What is this blood okay? <laughs> mm -hmm. well, he, he died at 48 um, and it seemed like he had had some kind of... Um, injury or episode or like something was wrong with him where he was disabled for a few years Interesting. and then eventually accident away, so. <laughs> yeah I, I there's not a whole lot of info that was the the interesting thing about thinking about her talking about her is it's um not a lot of information is known right um in fact like her portrait was lost for a period of time and now it's like locked up at in a museum and they don't even show it. I mean, I don't know if this is a little like, we're going to tuck away our most famous murderess right, <laughs> from exactly. public viewing or what it's about. Um, but interestingly enough, there's been some um, more modern research trying to say that um, they think that she was framed for this. 
Oh. I know. Hold on to your seats, right? Oh, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> yes. Um, so her husband died um, in around uh, at 1604. Okay. And then she was arrested for these crimes in 1610. Oh. So it was not terribly long after her husband's passing. Um, and with him gone, she inherited, inherited, right. inherited <laughs> she uh, had inherited all of his wealth and the power that came mm. with that. Cause they own, you know, like many estates, many towns. We're not talking one castle. We're talking like seven castles. Right. Yes. Um, so the person that brought these charges against her was actually the person her husband entrusted to help care for the family after he passed. Mm. Yes. And so, um, yeah, and then they have um, all of the witnesses, none of them actually witnessed anything. They're just were repeating what they had been hearing gotcha. about her and about what she was doing and about what was happening at the castle. Interesting. Um, and then they had uh, four people that they said were like her, her co-conspirators that helped her do these crimes. Um, but their confessions were, they, they got them a confession under torture. So they tortured them uh, to get them to say that she had been doing these things and they, they had been helping her. And you might say anything were under torture. Right. And they were extremely, uh, very quickly after that, they were executed. Oh, <laughs> they got the answer they wanted then. <laughs> And she never actually got to go to trial and defend herself um, because it was decided it would be an embarrassment for her family and their standing um, to have a public trial about this. So just this guy that brought this against her, these crimes and um, one kind of like political government type and her family decided that she would just be um, locked away in one of her castles under strict house arrest. <laughs> so in 1610 um she went to uh, one of her like far away castles right. um and was stayed there for um the rest of her life which was actually only four more years oh my goodness so she basically had a four-year <laughs> detention sentence in her own house with servants right cool right <laughs> Mm -hmm. So, and it is, there's like things on both sides because the very first person that brought these concerns up was a Protestant minister. Okay. Um, and so she was, uh, I'm not good on uh, the religions of Yale years. Gotcha. But, was she um, Catholic? Definitely the, <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. All right, she, gotcha. Well, she was Calvinist. Oh, Calvinist. Which I okay. guess jives pretty I guess j jives pretty good with the Protestants. That's not a thing. That's an issue. Gotcha. Um, so their point being that if a Protestant minister said these charges, that would be more legit than if it had been a Catholic minister. Oh, okay. So they're saying that gives it more validity. Um, and then the guy that's supposed to be caring for her came to her castle and with two others and claimed to have caught her in the act. Okay. that he saw her torturing somebody and that there was a mutilated dead body that he also witnessed. Mm. They found a letter where he had written that to his wife. Um, but then the really odd thing is part of um, her duties as kind of governess of her little village was to care medically for the people. 
of her oh. village. Um, and apparently, <laughs> back in the day when people had wounds, um, they would just, uh, what do they call that? Uh, cauterize it? Oh, yeah, they yeah, would just, yeah. Burn yeah. it? They would burn it. They would burn it to make the bleeding stop. So there's some people who are also saying, you know, was she actually torturing or killing anyone? Or was this, you know, grossly misinterpreted purposely to remove her from her position of power? Was the medical treatments horrific and appear as torture when really it's a little bit of both? <laughs> she could have stabbed them and then cauterized it. Right. Too Just true. catch this little bit of blood first. <laughs> and I mean, it was, it was actually a couple of years after all this went down before the added rumor of her bathing in the blood became a thing and she became like the blood countess. Um, but a lot of people like to say that she definitely inspired like Dracula, but there's no proof that that's so. Gotcha. Um, but you know, she comes from that whole Transylvania type area, bathed in the blood of virgins. Right. Yeah, that seems like a post-mortem, like something you say after afterwards to be like. The uh, urban legend kind yeah. of. Mm. Yeah. So I thought it was really interesting. I thought I was going to read about a sadistic, creepy lady, and maybe I did. <laughs> but it also could just be a conspiracy theory to kind of dethrone a powerful woman. Yeah. I know I kind of cracked up, but I wanted to include it for you guys that um, when she got married, she refused to take her husband's last name because he was lower social standing. So he mm -hmm. took her last name. Yes. <laughs> So I would say murderous or not, she was definitely probably a force and a powerful woman. Yeah, she's not powerful. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's that's why it kind of gives to me validity of her claim of uh, being um, uh, people trying to bring her down. Because powerful women tend to have, you know, uh, a target on their back um, and to, to bring them down. I mean, we have a library full of women who are powerful and trying to make uh, change or at least trying to just do their own damn thing and people talking smack about them and making up stuff to try to bring them down. I mean, it sounds kind of like a Salem witch trial a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask if this is around like the same time or is this later than like in Europe where they had all those burnings and murdered all those women? who had like any knowledge or any like owned land <laughs> Isn't i don't know i would be yeah because we're talking sure. we're talking early 1600s right yeah her crimes were like supposedly uh 1590 to 1610 okay so because possible. the big trial of witches in england that was the really famous one the penda witches was 1612 so okay. we're kind of at that height of Burner, She's a Witch uh, in England, you know, mm -hmm. takes a little bit to get to Salem, thanks, <laughs> but not much longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there is that powerful <laughs> women. Salem was uh, February of 1692 and May of 1693. Okay, gotcha. Hmm. So sounds like a bit after. A bit after, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we learn from the English and the Spanish because nobody expects the Inquisition <laughs> um, of how to do this torturous like thing. <laughs> well, I'm torn because on one hand, if it turns out that it's just, you know, the patriarchy trying to take away 
her power and frame her and they made her a vampire instead of a witch so a creative twist to them but then <laughs> kudos and so that like takes away her agency of her murdering so i don't know <laughs> right. right well i would say um it's possible that she was a murderer murderess she you know her husband passed she's like oh i get to rule the castle and make all these calls and here's what i want to do um, but I would definitely say, unfortunately, she was manipulated by men in power um, because she didn't even get to go to trial and say her part of it. Right. And it wasn't just to save family face, but um, if she had been tr tried and found guilty, the crown would have gotten her properties. So her family wouldn't have been able to hold on to them and hold on to the power that that entailed. They could have lost everything. And absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, interesting. So Lonnie, what wouldn't... do you think, darling? I actually have a, a side story. Oh. Back, back in the day when I was doing the, the, the online dating, um, this last time around, I would, I would ask people, like, so who's your favorite lady from history? Mm -hmm. And... And some dude answered with her. And I was like, really? Like, that's, I was like, stepping away now. Like, what? I was like, what? To each his own? <laughs> but, yeah. I was like, I don't know if he was just, like, into, like, the murder thing. Or trying to be like, funny or mm, scary no. or sarcastic. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Pass. Right. And then when he realized that Bonnie wouldn't help him clean up a murder, he was like, we're not compatible. Yeah. We're not that was the compatible. second question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I had that at the bottom. We'll not help you clean up murders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> that is fascinating. That's a lot of food for thought, too, because I like that. I like that complexity. So, and there's, uh, there's nothing to say that wasn't a, you know, a bit of both. <laughs> right. I mean, that I feel like often kind of is where the tr truth lies. Yeah. Because everyone has their own perspective and thoughts. And then, yeah. Yep. It's usually a kernel of truth. There's something, uh, you know, the truth is wrapped in this lie and urban legend that just kind of like, you know, gets more and more exaggerated. But there is some truth of it usually um in there somewhere so yes but that is definitely I a scary a little... and intriguing girl yeah mm -hmm. and if you want to post it in the show notes i watched a a nice little youtube video that kind of went over the research about the conspiracy theory Ooh, so yes. i will i'll forward that on we will have that in the show notes because yeah. we have a video section <laughs> i love <Yeah>. it <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool scary gal as Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gal's Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.